This week, we mourn the loss of sweet boy Luceris. We ask if we need to see another labour scene. And we finally knight our cupbearer and squire, little Gareth. Welcome to Bastards and Broken Things. Hello, lovely lords and ladies. Yes, it's the final episode uh, covering House of the Dragon Season 1. And for said occasion, I have assembled the greatest small council uh, Planetos has ever seen. To my right, we have Lady Baron. Then, to my left, Lady Emma. Across the table, scowling at me with wine and food dripping from his unkempt beard is Bronze John. (laughs) And the little lad who has just served him said wine is tentatively taking a seat. Yes, that's little Gareth. Mm. How are we all? I want to know why this guy that's just served me wine is sitting down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, he's been promoted in a way, but we'll do that at the end of the episode. I've got a little... (laughs) Little oh. ceremony. Oh yeah. For Do we have him. to stay for that so, or that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to stay for that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Cheers. Everyone. So you know, the leadership uh, contest has happened in the UK again, guys. Looks like we've got another Prime Minister, the third one in about thirty days mm. or something stupid. Yeah. Um now that's more depressing right than the there? show. Let's just talk about the show. Like Can mm. can I can I say <laughs> can we have can we have fewer labour scenes in House of the Dragon and more labour scenes in the UK. Oh, yes, guys. Good question. Good point, go. yeah. Yes. Very good. Political critical. Very good. Yeah. That's right. Political critical. That's that's why we're here. But no, what we're really here for is to talk about the season finale of House of the Dragon. Uh, obviously, last week we felt that it was arguably the weakest episode of the season. Not arguably. Uh, episode nine, the Green Council. Terrible. Definitely. It was the weakest episode of the season. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Thank you, John. Uh, but what did we think about this episode? The season finale, uh, episode 10, titled The Black Queen. I'm going to throw it to Bronze John first. Oh, hello. Yeah, you surprised me. Oh. So, I can just copy yeah. what John says. Yeah. Um, Gaz, can you send me that thing? Um, <laughs> See, <clears throat> so yeah, I know why you've picked me first, because normally you, uh, you try and go, all right, who's going to start positive? Who's going to be middling? And then I'll end on a positive. No, and normally never. you put me middling never. or at the end. But you know that I enjoyed the episode. So I do know you enjoyed You know, those it, people yeah. that have been writing yeah. in, slagging me off. Yeah, fuck you, to be honest. Because this is an episode <laughs> that I actually really enjoyed. I thought it was the best episode of the season. Um, yeah, there you go. I Take that. W- yeah, take that, actually. Westlife. Um, I uh, Backstreet Boys. Look, I I end sync. Yeah, five, five, (laughs) five. Boys, seventeen. E seventeen. Oh, it's nearly Christmas. New kids on the block. Yeah, that's good. Um, but other than all of those lot making an appearance in the uh, in the final episode, I I thought it was really good. I thought it was, um. Not without its issues, and I'm going to name three of them that really annoyed me. 
and we can discuss as we go. Um, first issue, uh, Otto Hightower going to Dragonstone. Pfft, nonsense. Yeah. Absolute nonsense. Yeah, that, that's dangerous. Very silly. Mm. He would definitely... There's a reason for that. Hold on. He would definitely have been taken <laughs> prisoner, and he should have been. Um, yeah. Uh, two, Corliss's dialogue and his reaction to his brother dying, I thought was rubbish. Like, really bad. Um oh, And, like, really, like, rushed as well. Like, he did a little bit of a... You know, when you've been... I mean, most of you know, when you eat too much chicken and you get that heartburn, <laughs> it's that, isn't it? You get that heartburn, oh, God, yeah. I've had too much of this chicken, to be honest. And that's what he got when he heard that his brother's head had been cut off. Um, so that was rubbish. And obviously the last scene, this accidental, oh, no. <sighs> and it really was a... No, oh, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> um, awful. Um, but all that aside, um, I'm giving it five bloobs. I'm giving it five bloobs. You know, Lovely. I thought, I thought, Lovely, delicious. Everything that, and I guess we'll talk about this toward the end, but I feel more excited about season two than I have been for the entirety of this season. I feel like they've got rid of the yeah, I, the silliness um, and they've rushed it. They have rushed it. But I feel confident that season two is going to be pretty good. So there you go, five bloobs. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. So take that, uh, John Haters out there. Backstreet Boys. <coughs> John yeah, Haters you. out there. He, 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 has, <laughs> he has got a heart. Yeah. Five bloobs. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to go to Emma next. Emma. Lady um, Emma. So I have a confession to make. Oh, you haven't seen it. Well, I said last week that, <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't watched any of this season. I'm just making it up from like BuzzFeed and stuff. Imagine. Wikipedia. Uh, I mean, to be honest, if you listen to the quality of my dialogue in the last few podcasts, it probably was just saying. You could have been on the show. <laughs> yeah, could have been the sea snake, but alas, <laughs> I was not. Uh, my confession is this. In last week's episode, I said I wasn't going to read any more of the book because I just hit the point where we where like Viserys had died and I thought that's it I'm not going to spoil it for myself but I have no self-restraint and so unfortunately I in between last week's episode and this week's episode powered through almost the rest of the book um and I I begin with my positives this episode had some fantastic stuff in it like some of the acting was, I, I thought Damon and Rhaenyra were fantastic. Rainey's was brilliant. I mean, you can't you can't fault Eve Best, but she was absolutely amazing this episode. Um, I actually quite liked Dragonstone. You know that kind of book ending of the season with that scene with Rhaenyra and a dragon and also <clears throat> Hightower and and Damon. Clever. I quite liked it. It was cool to see like the difference now between you know now and then. Um, I think if you didn't know what was supposed to happen, it's quite an exciting episode. Um, but really, really unfortunately for me, it fell massively flat because I was expecting to be excited and blown away by what happened. And I actually felt like the scene with Eamon really ruined it for me. Um, 
Len's face, he looks, he's horrified, doesn't he? <laughs> Devastated. Um, <laughs> and and, it, and it's such that, a shame because th- this season has been fantastic. I've really enjoyed it. There's been a couple of poor episodes, but there's not been a single one I haven't enjoyed. And I did enjoy the last episode. I enjoyed it very much. I rewatched it because I wanted to go back and <laughs> and see if I was correct in my first thoughts. And and I evaluated my thoughts on it today. Um, uh, I just don't think it was the best episode for me personally, but I, I think it deserves a four bloop. We'll get onto the Eamon thing um, in terms of decision making, but I think I've never seen a better... Oh, I'll go next because I'm just going to skip it. I've never seen a better uh, CGI or fucking like m- visual oh, yeah, spectacle cool. in Game of Thrones history than that end scene because I actually think um, that scene is literally how I imagined it in my brain. And the the use of lightning and Vega, it's a horror movie. It's unbelievable. Like it looks. It looked incredible. I honestly think I don't like the decision with Amond accidentally doing it. Um, I think that's a very interesting decision. Not to say that it doesn't happen in the book. No one knows. The book is written from a fucking perspective of a maester who's taking in three accounts. He's taking in fucking Mushroom's account and Mushroom's <laughs> miles away. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mushroom's not even there. He's also so excellent. the book and George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin has said anyone who takes the book as verbatim is an idiot. Because it's not. It's it's someone's opinion. Yeah? So we we have to allow for the show to elaborate on these things. But I think this was the best episode of the season by an absolute country mile. It's not even a contest between any of the other episodes. Um, Are you calling me an th- idiot? Th- this episode... <laughs> pardon? Are you calling me an idiot? Everyone's allowed their opinion. No, well, in a way. I just think... I, I just think that it was tragic. I felt very emotional. Um, we'll get on to the labour scene later. I felt that was really powerful, but also maybe too much. Um, I think the I think the character of Rhaenyra and uh, compared to Alison is unbelievably, you know, correct. I, I, everything she says or does, I completely buy into. I think Alison's character, they've they have written themselves into a bit of a corner and I don't really understand what they're doing with her. But uh, Rhaenyra just seemed so calm, collective, obviously until the end of the episode. And I just think the way this episode was shot, the use of the music, it went up to a new level. Like it just, if you like me and Gaz said this in the hot take, if you compare these two episodes, they feel like they're made by completely different showrunners, completely different people because the quality and the golf in class is just extraordinary. Like... Um, and that end sequence, once again, with Aemond and, and, and Lucerys, like I was worried about um, the dragon battle situation because I think the CGI this season has been pretty shit, personally, especially after watching something like Rings of Power. Um, but the way they constructed that scene uh, and just seeing the scale and the size of Vagar against uh, Arax and the lightning revealing him and... All of that, I just it it was it was jaw dropping. It was unbelievable. I, I I think it was absolutely fantastic and uh, one of the best things I've seen in Game of Thrones. So uh, and like John said, I'm I think this season's been um, a setup season. Obviously, the time jumps. We've we've had issue with the time jumps and stuff like that, and they've had to get through a lot of material. Um, season two and season three and maybe season four, they've said it's going to be like you know Storm of Swords 
um, in, in Game of Thrones time. It's just constant. Everything's constant. There's something that happens every episode. And, that, and you know, Emma, you've read the book and Johnny, you've read the book. You know that's the case. Like, There's no more slowness to the show. It's going to be pretty rampant. Uh, so I'm very excited uh, for season two. And this was a perfect end to what has been a bumpy first season, in my opinion. Yeah? So take that, Emma. Jesus. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Backstreet Boys. Five, uh... <laughs> I like that. It by saying <laughs> Lucy. that I did ruin it for myself by finishing it. So I, I didn't have the surprise. And that's why it didn't quite hit the bump for me hey emma yeah. out of interest what, I, I can't remember what did you give last week i can't remember either four? five she gave it five no, guys four i don't think you did give it no i'm four. joking you gave it three gave no it four. i think everyone gave you it three gave it or three. threes and twos <laughs> three then. we all gave it three so it's better than last week oh that's good yeah proper score um lucy hello coming to you next lady baron thought this was a vast <laughs> improvement on last week. I think, as you guys said in uh, your hot take, it seemed like a different show. It seemed very Game of Thronesy. Um, I found certain aspects of it actually terrifying. Um, it was very tense, made me feel very anxious, made me feel very sad at points. Uh, I thought the music was really good. I thought Rhaenyra's performance was just fantastic. Some good, strong performances in there. Yep. Some heartbreaking moments. It misses out for me on being a five just because of that scene, <gasps> the labor scene. Um, I mm. think you can show um, miscarriages or stillbirths responsibly on screen, but whenever I've seen it done well, it has not just been a very minor footnote in the in the show. It's been something that's kind of revisited. And I understand why they couldn't do that in this episode because so much is going on. But I think to show it so graphically was unnecessary if it's never going to be mentioned again. So it felt to me like it was done for shock value. Um, and I didn't, it wasn't for me. I didn't appreciate that. Um, so that actually did, does lose it at Blueberry. But I thought it was really strong episode. And by the end, I was very much like, can't wait for season two. And I haven't felt like that. I haven't really felt that invested in the show, I don't think, going along. Um, but I feel like it really by that end and how I felt about what happened to Lucerus. And I have to say, obviously I didn't know that it wasn't supposed to be an accident. I actually don't mind that as a plot device because the thought of the whole okay. war, well, originally Aegon's um, coronation because of a mistake, because of a misunderstanding, and then the war starting because of, you know, a prank gone too far. Dragons. I think it's quite interesting. Interesting point, Lucy. Yeah, I don't, I that's don't interesting. hate it. <clears throat> that is that is genuinely interesting. Phrasing it that way, Lucy, actually genuinely yeah, critical is interesting. Thinking. It's like both sides are like, oh, we don't yeah. want to land the first blow, but it's actually dragons. Mm. The dragons themselves. And the, the idea <laughs> of yeah, the, the dragon riders having this sense of importance, but actually they are still wild animals. So, Honestly. As Viserys said. They are wild. Yeah. Vagar yeah. has. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I will... I will say we will talk. There's a lot of a theme of this episode about um, dragons and how much the Targaryens actually control them. As Viserys says, we do not control the dragons. A wise man. That's right. It's an illusion. Yeah, but it was a really, a really good episode. I thought, Um, and I really enjoyed watching it. And like I say, there were some terrifying moments for me. I was actually scared. Mm. Thanks, Luce. Thanks, Lady Baron. And now on to. Uh, the newest member of the small council, someone who's actually decided to show up to this podcast 
It's little Gareth. Interesting that you're criticising that when at the start you at the start of this season you were like, please, please, can we do like a little mini one? Can we do a little <laughs> mini one? Just me and you, please. I was like, okay, good, fine, good I'll do it. Um, <laughs> thank you. Oh, he's left. Um, I'm sick of that. <laughs> um, Couldn't stand that sort of slander. I had to just uh, leave the room and come back, collect compose my thoughts. yourself. I'm back. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, yeah, I, as I said in the hot take, I, I loved it uh, this as, as a final episode. Um, and I was just thinking, it means that I've actually given three of the last four episodes of this season five blueberries, which wow. is pretty impressive considering at the halfway point, I think, I think rightly, I was a little bit concerned about where we were headed. Um, mostly because Len and John were like, yeah, I know the story, and there's not going to be a five blueberry in this season. And then suddenly, right. there's been a. Is a that still an impression of Len? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> right? Is that just Dude. is that an impression of Len? Is it? Because seriously, <laughs> there you go. That's you. So that's good. I'll that. do all of you. By I'm the more of, of the... a Cockney orc. If you'd listen yeah, to true. the Rings of Power. Oh, okay. Meets back on the menu. Looks like boys. five bloobs back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Love it. It sounds very uh the boys, actually. Oh Billy Bill. I'll take that. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't. Um so I think um I think what's kind of interesting about this episode is obviously we don't see the greens at all. And I didn't care. I didn't miss <laughs> didn't miss their presence whatsoever. Uh Whereas obviously last week we didn't see didn't see the blacks and that was a massive loss I thought like that heavily impacted the episode as well as the fact that they decided to make it like a Hercules Xena warrior princess esque escapade um, <laughs> last week whereas yeah this was very much this was Game of Thrones again and this is this is what um, what we what we have missed and what we loved about early seasons of of game of thrones it's um not just the action because that was phenomenal and i know we're going to talk about that end scene in a lot of detail and the visuals of that were just insane um and you're len speaking about it as a horror film is a great way of putting it as well it just had horror tropes in there uh that were fantastic mm. um but we also had the kind of the scheming and the the politicizing uh, behind the scenes that goes on and and the conversations and um that have very real consequences and if it wasn't for Rhaenyra's kind of restraint we all, well <laughs> i think i think i know where this story's going and i suppose in the end it's going to not mean that much that she showed restraint but she is desperate to avoid scorched earth um and it's it feels like mm. we're we're getting to a point where that's not going to happen but uh if it wasn't for her that would already be in place that would already be happening um yeah and that's just an example of some of the the excellent characterization in this episode as well i care about so many of these characters and i cared a lot about lucaris um by the end of this episode uh, and and it hit me hard. That was um, that was heartbreaking. It's definitely a five <laughs> blueberry episode for me. Um, uh, that said, it isn't without its criticisms, which we'll get onto as we discuss. Yeah, 
Yeah, thank you, sweet boy Gareth. Uh, <laughs> remembering sweet boy Luceris. Yes. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's have a quick little advert and then we'll jump into the plot of episode 10 The Black Queen. Hello, just a little quick advert here to say um, the season's almost done or the season is done and uh, the support this season has been absolutely phenomenal. So thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I don't want you guys to disappear on us uh, when House of the Dragon's over. Some of you will, of course, that's normal. But if you like the pitter-patter and the chitter-chatter between uh, Fan Critical, then... um, just subscribe to the main channel, Fan Critical. We have uh, original content. We do cover other shows, like we just released the Rings of Power uh, season wrap-up. Uh, we will be doing our How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That series, countless film reviews, um, You know, future shows like Last of Us on HBO, um, obviously season two of this, loads of stuff. So subscribe to Fan Critical and continue supporting uh, Little Gareth, yeah, because that's what it's all about, supporting Little Gareth, who is now... On the small council permanently, potentially. Get a salary you know, for that. I might time. have to find a new squire, <laughs> if anything. Um, so, yeah, remember, if you want to support little Gareth and the podcast, patreon.com forward slash fan critical. Give us some extra monies. Help him grow and flourish. Help the council nurture him the way they should. Yeah? Patreon.com forward slash fan critical. <laughs> Len, is it worth asking people to review the podcast as well? Oh, well, Lucy, yeah, that's a good point. Please do review the podcast. Um, it's, uh, you know, iTunes reviews are pretty good. So if you could go on Apple Podcasts and give us a little five-star review, that'd be lovely. Some people, you know, gave us a couple of bad reviews this week because of, uh, you know... Uh, John, John and me and I've had a word with John so it's alright and as you can see I'm going to report in them <laughs> as you can see John's John's attitude's already turned around <laughs> you know I've had a word with him and look at him now different person so don't worry five star reviews please thank you <laughs> anyway let's jump into the plot of episode 10 enjoy all your favourite sports like never before at BetMGM sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay my lovely small council. Let's begin uh, where the episode begins. On Dragonstone, Princess Rhaenys announces King Viserys' death and Prince Aegon's usurpation. I didn't know that was a word. Emma, is that a word? Usurpation? It is Sounds right. Yeah, why not? Yeah, good. Good that. Um, I am happy that <laughs> here, when Rhaenys uh, comes in and has this conversation... 
Damon literally says what the audience is thinking and what we were saying last episode, which is, so you could have just burnt them all when you didn't. Like that, thank fuck they at least addressed it mm. because otherwise it just felt bizarre. So I like the way that at least... Bit on the nose there. You know, they, they tr- like, I think, yeah. uh, just just quickly, because obviously it was, it was last week and we've discussed it all at length, but I think I'm less bothered by her not burning everybody than, than you all are. And I, I do get I do get it. Like it doesn't actually make sense. But Westeros is a world <laughs> of like law and tradition and it's you you you're doomed as a kinslayer if you do that. And the I don't know, I, I can understand why she would be like, mm, this isn't the right thing to do. I'll see you on the battlefield. You know? I'll kill two hundred civilians instead. Yeah, correct. But and then I'll kill my kin on the back uh, on Dragonback yeah, later on. Yes. So right. yes. spoiler warning. But but yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're you're totally right. It makes sense to let million tens of thousands die and do the exact same sinful acts in a, in a couple of episodes time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I no, there is a there is a there is a thing. We actually got some feedback uh, about kin slaying Gareth. So that's a good point. Uh, but. I'm sorry, they should just never have put themselves in that position because mm. it's fucking stupid. Um, Prince Damon uh, believes Viserys was murdered. That's silly. Yeah, urges war. He was a rotting corpse for the like, last 10 years of his life and they're shocked <laughs> that he's dead. Like, call the other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's uh, it, it's kind of consistent with the book, though. There are there are rumours that... Yeah, there is... Yep, suspicions. Yep. Yeah, D- Damon believes he was being um, gradually poisoned. Anyway, you got that mm, sense that in is true. season uh, episode eight. Sorry, so what's this smoking he's, green he's acid that he's been and... drinking? Lemsip, <laughs> <laughs> <Lensing>, it's fine. Lemsip, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've put he's very thirsty for war. war this whole episode, very thirsty. Like, he is like, is. He's he's very erect at this situation. Why are you saying that? He's do you get erect. do you get erect when you're thirsty? He is. He's probably got a fucking. I think you got to see a doctor, mate. That's not normal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're never having a glass of water in my house. Bloody hell. Are you thirsty or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> thirsty. Yeah. Um, Banned from all Starbucks. Let's move on to. Uh... <laughs> let's move on to um, the. I would say the most controversial scene of the season. Of the, maybe not the season, but maybe the season. I don't know. But shocked at this news, uh, Rhaenyra suffers a, a miscarriage and she loses uh, her daughter, Visenya. Um, now, Lucy mentioned it in her um, review. And uh, I, was this too much? I mean, unnecessary. We, this is, I said to Gareth in the hot take, this is the fourth labour scene this season three of which have been pretty tragic obviously um and it's a difficult I'm, I'm sort of stuck in two minds with it because it's kind of a, it feels like an important story beat to me because it, it, it highlights the tragedy of you know everything that's about to happen and Rhaenyra losing you know losing you know Lucerius episode as but well do you not think it's just it's not just this, it's never so, touched uh, upon again no one mentions this to her. And I understand that's because, you know, they're preparing for war. But to say that it's an important 
plot note when actually that might be true in the future, but you, you, it's like it didn't happen to her. So why did it need to be so graphic if it wasn't actually really that relevant to what happens in the rest of the episode? We don't even know the baby was a girl. We don't even know it was called Visenya. That's never even mentioned. It's never even mentioned, uh, probably. We, it, I think it is mentioned uh, in episode eight. May, well, maybe. It's a one-liner. We don't, we don't know the but relevance of that to her or to no. the, the rest of the plot. No. So for me, like you can show part of it, but showing her pulling a deformed fetus out of her body and then yeah it was too it was it it was unnecessary in my opinion and it didn't add anything to the plot other than shock value um i've put here the um the shots of cyrax uh reacting as well as flash frames of cyrax um i think they're really trying to build up that um sort of idea that they're linked you know the emotions of the dragon and the dragon riders are linked and there's always a bit of a debate about how much is that true and whatnot but here it seems that it that it is and then john i thought we could mention um and it's interesting that lucy said about the um fetus there and stuff like that because in the book um that it's described as and this is verbatim from the book a monster a stillborn a stillborn girl twisted and malformed with a hole in her chest where her heart should be and a stubby scaled tail um so it's a bit of an omen, isn't it, John, in the book, where it's like foreshadowing the tragedy of what's about to happen. And it links basically. back to is a the, lot the way, of other the way that it's seen. similar births, doesn't it, in the book. I just think here it had no follow-up and therefore it made it a, an unnecessarily gratuitous scene. Yeah, so... <clears throat> but there's two things going on here, right? So uh, there's the theme is clearly like this family these bloodlines are are destined to to die away basically like if you go right across Mm. um uh right across the the lines um of legitimacy and, and and stuff um but secondly it is a bit much isn't it it's very like Look, like <clears throat> I, I don't know whether or not it's different being a parent, but well, like when you're in situations like that, and I'm certainly not going to be one of these guys that that talks about uh, uh, childbirth because that's very much a uh, uh, a female experience. So, so I, I, I don't want to go down that route, but it is really grim. And I do find it quite difficult to watch. More, more so than like if you had some maniac mm. that was just shooting puppies or something. I'd be a bit like, oh, what's going on here? Um, That's <laughs> a hell, scene in House of that, the Dragon, wouldn't it? I, well, I know. Yeah. Why aren't there any puppies? Um, yeah, it's, it is it Good is point. a bit much. And it does feel a bit like the show is cheating a little bit. Um but uh, there are counter arguments that have been made about previous scenes like this. And, and look, I'm, as we had that very eloquent letter before talking about uh, Roe versus Wade and stuff. So, so I get it. Um, it yep. does feel a bit much and it feels frequent. You know, that, that was episode one. Um, and we're ending the show. You talk about book endings. It's like, yeah, I, I'd imagine as a viewer that hasn't read the books, you'd be a bit like, what is going on here? 
Like, is this really needed? Um, so yeah, look, I um, I'm kind of I'm a bit torn on it to be honest. But yeah, I didn't like watching it. Um, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't the correct artistic choice. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so it's a bit. Yeah, uh, hopefully, I don't know if we'll see many more in season two. I think maybe maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Eric brings Viserys crown. Uh, and Rhaenyra is declared queen. Uh, what do you reckon to this, this scene? Uh, obviously, it's the follow-on. It's it's the funeral for the uh, little Visenya, but obviously then it turns into a coronation. Um, funeral bit I didn't love. Let's just clarify that when I yelled out, I love this bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would have been horrific. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Eric turning up, I, I thought it was Leave great. Leave puppies alone. <laughs> it was monumental... All those puppies getting kicked was great, um, and it felt it felt <laughs> it felt real. Like this is a, this sort of set the episode off on a really good, really good level. After what we just experienced, um, and you know, it was one of those. And I think you guys said this in the hot take. It was one of those where there's a lot of looks happening, but not a lot of words. And in a very different way to the funeral mm. previously, it worked really, really well. Mm. Um, and I mm. and I think it was. I, excellent. I like Sir Eric as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Love I like Sir Eric. I thought Damon cool. was going to cut his uh, head off. Great. Uh, Did anyone else get a weird combo? vibe from Damon? I was like, I was like, I was worried. Is he going to like batter him or like cut his head off for literally no reason? Just the intensity of him looking at him, but it passed. Very Damon sounds like Damon. Move. He probably sounds thought like Damon really. He probably I mean, thought it was his brother. Ah, ah, so Eric, true. Cut your head off. Who can tell? Let's be honest. Not even them. They don't even know. Which no. one? Which one am well, I again? So what do you mean? You'd know who you are, Derek. <laughs> You're Derek. Line, yeah. Derek. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Look, I, I mean, Damon is. Uh, he, I mean, he's a little bit jealous of of everyone, isn't he? Let's let's be honest. But um, he's just on the ultra defensive. He's at the funeral of his, you know, his his passed away daughter. So. I think he's allowed to be a little bit pissy, but um, yeah, I, I didn't think he was going to cut his head. Well, I mean, I knew he wouldn't cut his head off, but I just I, there was a split I, yeah, second I when I thought, happen. "Oh God, why is he? Well, why is he looking him. at him like that?" You never know. Yeah, well, he might like. He might mm, like it. Wasn't him. that kind of look? No, he wasn't thirsty. It was angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's cool that they have Viserys crown. Obviously, yeah. Um, I think that's a nice touch. So. Yeah. Can can I just um, can I just clarify? There are like significant sort of symbolic differences between the two crowns, aren't there? The the one that Rhaenyra is now wearing and the one that um that Aegon's wearing. Yeah, they are Aegon both the yep. conqueror, right? Versus can, Viserys. Yeah, the... so nice. First, yeah. Nice, the, the, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the, um, the irony is, I mean, really, she should have Aegon the Conqueror's crown. You know, she's the. Well, I guess we'll see, right? I mean, go into Prince book spoilers or whatever, but she's a little bit more intimidating yeah. than that fucking pussy boy at um <laughs> at uh, Dweeb. King's Landing. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, and now I think we'll move on to a scene and something where I think, um, you know, a lot of people will be searching on Etsy. Um, or other shopping websites <laughs> to see if they can get a uh, version of the uh, 
the painted table because uh, I have to say, when they lit up this painted table situation, I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it looked amazing. I really want one for my, isn't it? It's my really man cool. cave. You know? It's beautiful and oh, yeah. also useful. Just so, you know, incredible. William Morris would be proud. <laughs> and that's right. And also, and actually, Lucy, symbolic. So yes. It's um, it represents you know the fire that's to come and uh, um, fire and blood you could say the if you were that way inclined. Oh, it's not blood on there, is there? Yeah, it's running through it. (laughs) But it did actually, as a visual aid for what they were talking about, I was like, it's actually really useful to see what you're, what where where you mean and strategically (laughs) where they are located. So yeah, loved it because there's a lot of. and, and, and this whole sort of uh, strategy planning, I loved. I loved this whole scene. Um, I mean, and I think it does help casual viewers um, when they're not talking about the big houses. They're talking about these little houses, some of which don't even exist anymore in Game of Thrones world. Um, <laughs> and it's just interesting to, to, to run through who their supporters are. So they say they're trying to garner support from the Arryns, the Starks and the Baratheons. So we know who those, those three are. <laughs> uh, who are they? Um, and I lo- I love that. I love uh, I love them sort of planning out what resources they have. Um, it felt it felt very Game of Thrones this whole sequence. Uh, and they discuss what we uh, were talking about last week, where we asked you the the question about who has what dragons. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and they literally they they spelled it out for everyone because it can, is a huge thing. Can they... The more dragons means. The more power. Can they put obviously. that on the table as well, yeah, though, please? Like them just up. to make it yeah. give us a visual aid. Well, di- dear help. listeners, I have written down for you the dragons. <laughs> so here we go. Um, so the blacks could have 13 dragons. That's a big if. There's several uh, wild cards. They've got Cyrax, Caraxes, Vermax, Arax, Tyraxes, Moondancer, Melees, Sea Smoke, Silverwing, Thermophore, Cannibal, Grey Ghost, and Sheepstealer. <sighs> now, the, the Cannibal, Grey Ghost, and Sheepstealer are wow. wild dragons. Vermithor is untamed. Sea Smoke is unriderless. Uh, and uh, Silverwing is the same, uh, I think. Yeah. I mean, Im- imagine... So they're like, right, go and um, go and tame one of those dragons. I'd be like, yeah, well, I'll probably the sheep stealer. I'll, I'll, I'll give that one a go. <laughs> I'll go for cannibal. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah. cannibal. I don't don't know, go near cannibal. <laughs> um, don't go near that cannibal. Yeah. Certainly, don't go dressed as a dragon because he will honestly, he will gobble you right up. Um, or her. Yeah. I can't remember if Cannibal is... Yeah, true. Well, it's quite, in- it was quite um, interesting how I don't know, Rhaenyra actually. didn't really seem to consider the dragons as an asset when she's thinking about strategy. And they're like, you know, you, we've got loads of dragons. She's like, mm, well, that works. Like, yeah. But is that because she doesn't She doesn't want to instigate war, But they're right? thinking about if so, open war if you, becomes upon them. Just fly them out. Yeah. But she's not even thinking, well, we've so got the, like, nuclear weapons right here. Maybe she doesn't think of them as well, weapons. better start. Which friends. silly, really. <laughs> friends, dragon friends. Um, the reason well, she she says the same line that that Danny says. She doesn't want to rule over the ashes. Mm. Yeah, you know that as well. Literal link. The yeah. deterrent. Um, they could be them. The so the the reason in the books that uh, Damon uh, as well 
uh, they're so reluctant to use the dragons is that they're like, okay, but it's our family that's going to be flying those dragons. Uh, so they don't, they don't want to put their family right. at risk. So that, that makes a lot mm. more sense. Mm. That does. But yeah, Damon um, doesn't seem to care about anything as, as in this, seen show, later this so. episode. Um, if your family were riding the nuclear bomb, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't use Get it. Get off that! Yeah. <laughs> I've told you before, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Woohoo! Woo! You're dead um, now, aren't you? No, silly. So, at the moment, they have more dragons uh, than riders, so they need to find riders, which gives scope for some more characters to come into the fray. Um, the greens at this point only have. Um, well, technically they have four four dragons, but we don't know about one of them yet. They have three <laughs> dragons: Vagar, Sunfire, and Dreamfire. So, um, no, they got more than that. No, because they've got a fourth kid. No, they don't. They've got a fourth kid who's not who's te- technically exists, but they haven't shown him yet, Darren. and he's younger, Darian. Um, but they're showing him in season two, Dazza. Darren. Darren. I'll make Darren. Yeah. Little Dazza. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But as you saw later this episode, does it matter how many fucking dragons the uh, the blacks have Ooh. if they've got Vagar? That... Seriously, does it fucking matter? Mm. Well, <laughs> can I ask a side note question? Go on. Yeah. Does anyone think that Damon's character has taken a bit of a weird reverse turn in this episode? Wow. Like it... yes, we'll get onto that. Yeah. Okay, fine. We'll get onto I'll that. Hold my tongue we'll, then. We'll I'm get just onto it. It's coming. It you can keep your tongue. It's coming. It, it, yeah. I'll have your tongue for that. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is uh, John's favourite scene. Uh, so Otto arrives to present Egon's terms for Rhaenyra's concession. Uh, and then she prevents Damon from killing him and uh, says they'll get their answer on the morrow. Right. Um, okay. okay. Mm. So before you start bashing me... Um, I'm not. I No, and you know this as well. So don't don't hide... I'm not bashing anyone. He's not hiding, aren't you? Again, oh, hopefully John brings it up and I won't have to. Coward. So, <laughs> again, in the books, um, it's so the maester, he's in the scene, isn't he? He says nothing, um, but it's actually him that goes with all, the terms. Orville. Gra- Grandmaster Orville. Orville, yeah. yeah. Orville. Um, he's a fucking worm. He's a fucking worm, well, that guy, honestly. Okay, fine. But... Um, uh, so he goes, and the reason he goes is that he originally was was backing um, uh, Rhaenyra as the uh, as the heir, as the rightful heir, um, and then obviously he bottled it when he was sitting there, and the mate next to him's head got smashed into the table. So he's like, right, actually, <laughs> probably changed my mind to be honest. So in the books, it's him that goes, um, and he gets a little bit of a tongue lashing, and rumours suggest that he pisses his pants and then goes back. Um, yeah, they, they rip the chain from him. She rips the chain from him, and she gives says, it to, "You are yeah, gives it to not her fit one. to be the great man." And she gives it to her yeah. one. Her, her He's like, I've already got one. <laughs> we'll have another one. Um, <laughs> but so that makes sense, right? That makes more sense that they would send him. They wouldn't go right, Dad. Can you go? Because they would definitely arrest Dad. him. <laughs> Dad, Dad, off you, go, Dad, off you go, Daddy. Um. I would say that sending your commander, <laughs> he is essentially their war commander, is a very bad idea. <laughs> because they, they've committed treason. 
like mm. you know the greens whichever way you phrase it from Rhaenyra's perspective have committed treason they are eligible for death right there and right then there is no parlay situation it's game over so it is it, silly i visually obviously it's it, it's a bookend from episode two to now and it's just that and it looked really cool don't get me wrong and the tension was good uh but once again um damon would have just killed him i'm telling you now he wouldn't have listened to Rhaenyra on that situation he would have just killed him mm-hmm. flat up I don't, see uh, massive <clears throat> blow if they lose otto hightower they're fucked mm. they yeah, are they pretty much pr- imprisoned well, him, look, yeah. i mean let's uh, let's let's go years forward where we've got the Starks that go down to the Mad King and they're like, look, I'm not happy with this. What's he do? Yep. He burns them. Yeah. That's what yep. would happen. They don't go, mad. right, okay, it's well, look, you go back, actually. <laughs> yes, he is mad. I get that. But <laughs> they mean, would at least... should have yeah. just landed and set them all on fire. Well... With the dragon. Yes. I mean... That would have been cut. Yes, but that's that too makes no sense. But... She spent the whole episode going, right, let's avoid war. She's not going to go, oh, well, here we yeah. go. Here's an yeah, opportunity no. to kick off the war. Yeah. Like, I don't mind Rhaenyra not doing it, but I do dislike um, the Where fact that I think she was quite politically personally. naive is that Otto actually gives them quite an insight into what they're up against and in the fact that he's sent um, messages to the big houses with offers, generous offers, and she's yeah. like... Now just remind them yeah. of the oath. So that was quite naive of her to not think. Actually, let's—he's given us insight into what they're doing. Let's try and match them, because maybe, you know, word is your oath is not as strong as it used to be. Well, but this this is the thing, you know. Um, Otto Hightower—he's—he's he's prepped that family properly. There's none of this like, oh, but you did say you were gonna. It's like, no, fuck that. You know, words yeah, mean nothing. Do it now. Yeah. Well, you are hung. Yeah. When you do um, see the, which is why we've got you know Darren Dazza, who hasn't been in this season. He's he's squiring in Hightown. He's another one that's learning how to do it. You know, he's not like one yeah. of these sweet boys that's like, oh, I'll go there and uh, I mean we'll get onto that. But they're just the you know Lucy's correct naive. It was naive to send you know, the, Luke. the greens the. I knew mm. it wouldn't end well. Without, he didn't even want to go. You were so well. strict. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I will say quickly, uh, Otto's little speech is infuriating, though. Like, the way he's like, well, he sits upon the throne, he wears the crown. What more do you want? Like, he has the sword. <laughs> yeah, he has the sword. Well, it's true I mean, still. It could be... Yeah. It is true, but... Yeah. Get what do you mean you lost the sword? Yeah. You had it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> um, oh, it, but I left it with the crown. You've lost the crown uh, well. One of those kids has got <laughs> in the fighting pits. He's just gone mental. Um, well, now he's the but, king. But that's the point, Gaz. <laughs> that's the point, is that it makes it that it's silly for that to for Otto to have been put in that situation. Again, for for the... I get the the spectacle, right? It's the last episode and you want a key character there, but come on. It's Less greens sense. in this and more greens in UK politics. <laughs> now you're talking. Yay. Oh, God. No. Um, let's talk about uh, some Damon stuff that Emma brought up and, and how his character's a little all over the place uh, in this episode, which is, he kind of is in the books as well, I guess. But um, uh, privately, Damon is angered by Rhaenyra's desire to negotiate peace. Uh, 
he strangles her briefly um, and dismisses the dream about the prince that was promised. Um, Now, this surprised me because he's... I I, I don't know what's on here. Is he annoyed that he wasn't told the prophecy? Mm. Or is he annoyed that Rhaenyra is doing the same mistakes that Viserys was doing and he has to sit there and watch these people that he loves make stupid mistakes? Um, I think he just wants just to be in charge. I never think he would strangle her. He just wants to be in charge. I don't think he would ever strangle her. Like, it, it felt really weird. It felt really weird. I didn't yeah, get it. I mean, I don't get him anyway, so it didn't make any sense. I don't get you, bro. Their relationship has never had that vibe of anger, really. Not violent anger no, never, like that, never. ever. It doesn't in the books. No. It never has in the show. It felt incongruous to yeah. me. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it felt like they were trying to make today. Damon it, it felt like they were trying to make us angry at him for some reason again like every time they sort of build up a kind of moments with him like and and I actually think he's quite good this episode like I like his determination I like the fact that he's trying to organize the troops I like uh that he's he's the general like he he knows what's going on uh I like all that and then they're like even the scene of Vermifor I really like, which we'll talk about. Anyway. <laughs> Sweet dragon song. You've charmed me. <laughs> Who's that? Who the fuck's that? Oh, I'm going to put fire in the sky. Who's fuck off? It's good, wasn't it? La 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 Calm down, sweet dragon. Alright, well, I'll calm down a little bit. Show you my personality is angry. <laughs> were, you, were you not annoyed that they didn't have subtitles for his little song? I, I was got like, the oh, vibe. I got the gist. Can you imagine? Subtitles what would be were, terrible, wouldn't they? What were your subtitles? I love then? you, were sweet dragon. Like, la, 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 in High Valyrian. Yeah, I said, essentially, yeah. Uh, anything in High Valyrian sounds good, doesn't it? So it doesn't really fucking matter. Uh, can I... Um, I, I? You said you like Damon in this episode. I think Matt Smith's performance is really good. I don't like him in this episode, <laughs> and because I, what I think he should be doing is having some bloody respect for Rhaenyra. I feel like he's belittling her, and I understand that she's like we said, she's not as politically savvy or, um, you know, cunning or switched on as 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 he is, or as or as anyone else is clearly, um, and and that's fine. But she's his wife, and she is the queen. Of the Seven Kingdoms, I, I mean, feel like he, he should does be. Crown her. Yeah, no, no, fine. He does cr- that doesn't excuse <laughs> the rest of it. No, but I think what he, he should have just taken her aside and gone, "Oi, love, do you want to like grow a pair? Here's, why don't you say this?" I, I, I think, like, I, I get everything that you've said there, Emma, and fundamentally, I agree. But let's not forget, this is a man who also killed his wife a few episodes ago. Like, fair point. He's... You've got me made a fair point. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he is far from a saint, and. Uh, yeah, I'm still I am still confused by his character in this show. There are times where I'm like, this guy is the coolest character in the show, and then I'm like, wait, I don't understand anything that he's doing. Or uh, anyway, it's it's very strange. Um, but as shit as that was from him, he's he's done even worse. So it's not like it's totally out of the range of what his character can do. He uh, obviously is singing to Vermithor, this dragon for the people who don't know, and uh, he's a Vermithor. Vermithor is the second largest living dragon behind Vagar. Uh, it's been riderless for about 30 years, um, and you, the old rider used to be King Jaehaerys, the one who held the Great Council of 101. 
So it's essentially like having a dragon that could rival Vagar in terms of size or close to in terms of size, um, just sitting on the bench and not being used. Being benched, yeah. So he's like, all right, we've got to get get him off the bench. Well, yeah. Because so otherwise we're fucked. There's 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 yeah, I mean look, you want to have your strongest players on the pitch from the start, but there is an argument to say <laughs> yeah. save him up yeah. for the like eightieth minute when you need a late win. Yeah. That's what we need. True. Super sub. Wow. True. I can't well, let's let's see how match fit. He's he lived is, in a because you know cave. <laughs> comes out full straight into the ocean. Oh. <laughs> Hasn't seen the <laughs> He's sun. He's not played for thirty years. He's lost touch. Lost touch. Mm. Yeah. Um. No, that was that was interesting. That bit. But but as I said to to you two separately before um, Emma and Lucy had seen the episode. Um. I don't know if casual viewers kind of got the importance of that scene. I didn't I know, know who the dragon was. No. I mm. didn't know. I don't the, think they did either. The importance of the dragon. No. Mm. Looked big though, didn't it? So that's good. Do you, do you think? Do you think it's? I think it's quite deceiving when they're near the head. Isn't it? You can never really get a feel for how big the dragons are. Well, I did see Drogon's like a... head looked massive, and Drogon is like. You know, tiny in comparison. Half half the size of Vagar, if that, if that, yeah. Um, I've put here. Uh, Rainey's uh, persuades a still recovering Lord Corleys to pledge House Valerion's allegiance to Rhaenyra's Black Faction. Uh, Corleys then proposes blockading King's Landing shipping lanes. Um, good to see Corliss back. I've put. I like him. Um, glad he didn't die. Mm. Um, me and John had a little chat about, well, John mentioned they might kill him off potentially, uh, which would be a departure from the books, but felt a bit weird what they were doing with his character. Um, uh, and, uh, this is a huge win for Rhaenyra, right? Um, she's got all the dragons and now the biggest fleet in the realm. So she must win, right? Definitely the, uh, the biggest free signing of the summer, I'd say. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I like how he's like, he comes in with his little walking stick and he's like, How you doing, everyone? You're right. And everyone's like, Oh, I thought he was dead. And go, no, no, no. no. Um, That's good. His brother's head get cut off. Don't say that. He'll hear you in there. It's quite Was small. it his head or was it his brother's head? <laughs> Obviously, his brother's. <laughs> um, and then he turns around all casual. He's like, No, do you know what? This, uh, this treachery. Um, cannot be allowed to to stand, and actually, uh, I haven't told you this little surprise. Uh, controlling the controlling <laughs> the waters, haven't I? You're like, got what? Steps yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pro- probably already garrisoned, actually. So, yeah, whilst we were talking yeah. on that, so that's all yours. <laughs> you know, thank me later. <laughs> Showing off, and he, hey, yeah, brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. Did you bring anything else? It or? was good. <laughs> And yeah, I, I was going to tell you, I was going to wait till the end of the day to tell you, but actually, um, Aegon's <laughs> dead. Yeah, so... <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Aegon. All tied up on the boat. Killed him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, g- good to have him back. He's obviously, you know, very important for that team in terms of stature. Yeah. Um, and and being a leader, like uh, someone who's been to war multiple times... Um, controls the fleets. Um, huge win, 
huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big um, signing. Um, massive. But but again, like I mean, not to go back to to the Damon stuff, but I, I think the reason why he's being, I mean, the reason he's he's a little bit overbearing at the moment um, is he's obviously far more experienced than Rhaenyra is in battle. So I think he knows mm. what he's talking about. Um, and two, he's just fucking. He's a bit of a a nut job, isn't he? He's a bit. He's a he's a rogue. He's a wild card. So he's not known for being calm. Cut someone's head off. So you know, it's what he does. But I I, I will say that that yeah, bit where he, he grabbed um her throat. This hashtag, the the weirdos on Twitter, the Dimeras, the ones that are shipping this relationship. Yeah. They were fucking devastated. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... Were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just this whole thing about, oh, well, I'm just going to ignore that the writers have done that because that shouldn't have happened. Oh, what are you talking yeah. about? You were shipping incest. Yeah, I mean, he groomed his niece. So that was brilliant. Because so, of her proximity to power. Yeah. <laughs> that was fine. Okay. No. Okay? It's romantic. I, f- I forget. Dimera. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy, yeah. it's very it was all right, romantic. It was okay in those days. <laughs> it's, it's normal in those days. It's the most okay. romantic relationship. It doesn't exist. But... Come on. Yeah. We want more five-star <laughs> reviews, not one-star reviews. These people will be fucking yeah, at our throats. We've slagged this off. Anyway, so the strong the strong boys step up, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, and uh, so Rhaenyra uh, says, like, oh, yeah, we need to secure the North. We need to secure the Baratheons and the Arons. And... Um, uh, Jaceris and Lucerus offer uh, because, in a way, they're right. It's quicker to to, to send a dragon; it's more intimidating. In a way. and also, it, you know, it's quicker for them just to fly there than send the ravens. Right, we're gonna so, we're gonna send some ravens. Um, mm. uh, I, th- I think I think dragons are faster than ravens, aren't they? So why are you being so sarcastic? just did you want to did you want to get a message uh, to Ga- them Gaz or not? <laughs> Yeah, Gaz asked in a hot take, uh, "Was is it stupid of Rhaenyra to send them?" Should have checked the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Should have checked ahead. I mean, Stormlands. The clue is in the name, (laughs) but I did think you've kind of sent them off into a storm. Um, Is is he that experienced a flyer? He seems like a scared boy. He doesn't seem like he's rough and ready for battle he was like i don't want to be drift mark he's a strong right sweet he is a sweet boy he's sweet (laughs) prince yeah they they, they're put in a position where they have to step up right it's not you know this is you know shit or get off yeah as a rather crude phrase but that is what it is um so fair play for stepping up obviously he's fucking terrified Mm. but you know Come on, you well, gotta get on with it. You know, you know the yeah. old saying that <clears throat> the only time you can be brave is when you're afraid. You know, oh, and he showed bravery. Stark. Yeah. And um, yeah. but I do think, I do still think. Oh no, that's like, going to turn out. <laughs> I get, I get, I get it that um, it's it's in hindsight that we're saying, or I'm saying, this was a stupid decision, Renera. But send someone with him, like. Just back him up a little bit. I, I know they're on dragons, so they go quite quickly. But fuck, I, he needs a bit of guidance. This is she should know. She should know that they'll be flying around Westeros, courting every lord they can, and giving them money and chocolate and husbands. Like uh, this. Oh, chocolate! I, I do oh, think yes. it's. <laughs> <laughs> 
And how Tell was your the mother. Iron Throne one? <laughs> yeah. Box of Boy, presents. he's brought chocolate. What have you brought? <laughs> you turn up here <laughs> empty-handed. He brought me oh. the finest chocolate. <laughs> My miniature heroes. <laughs> uh, they did send someone with him. Crisps they, left. Did, they did send someone with him. But it was like their strongest night. He was on a fucking donkey, wasn't he? <laughs> Miles behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there soon. Uh, Send the raven. Just um, anyway. Yeah. So just Jaceris goes uh, to treat with Craig and Stark. Uh, wait for season two because that's going to be very fun. And uh, Luceris <laughs> is tasked with going to the Stormlands to treat with uh, Borman Baratheon. Was it Boros? Boros. One of them's Borman Boris. and one of them's Boros. Boris. Boris, Boris. his Johnson. dad was Borman, who is dead. Yeah, Boris Johnson. Oh. He goes to treat with Burn that him. prick. Have you not bought me any chocolates? Hey. <laughs> Somebody come and read this Pepper, for me. Pepper Pig read World. Like... <laughs> also, how can he not read? Hey, Boris Johnson? What, as the oh. Prime Minister well, yeah, we'll get of the that. UK? I don't know, but Wouldn't he got away with me. it for a while. Yeah. No, not Bojo. <laughs> so, Bo- at Storm's End, Lucerys, uh, who goes to treat with uh, Boris Johnson, encounters Prince Aemond, who is uh, now newly betrothed to Lord Boris's uh, daughter. Uh, yeah, so they've already just sorted out a marriage pact. Boris refuses to support Rhaenyra, uh, and then Aemond uh, attempts... Uh, to get justice for his eye by revealing his sapphire eye and threatening to cut out Lucerus's. Uh, but Lucerus says, hey, look, I'm just here as a messenger. I swore an oath <laughs> to not fight. I'm yeah. just going to leave. Oh, hold on. Yeah, because this is getting a bit much. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It's getting a bit much. No trouble, yeah. Um, Aemon's a bit dramatic yeah, I, about I really it. like the way that's... <laughs> I, I mean, I love... There's a couple of things I love in this scene. One when he turns up on Dragonback yeah. and you see the lightning reveal the that was size like of Jurassic Vegas. Park, Ooh. like that is fear amazing. T Rex yes. levels. I was like, oh yeah. shit! My heart really sunk. I was like, oh no. Yeah, like Cloverfield really or something, right? Yeah. Like, the colouring and stuff. Yeah, it was very Cloverfield monster movie. Yeah. It was Godzilla. You know, it was like fucking monster movie stuff. I loved it. <laughs> um, I think Storm's End looks incredible. I loved how it lived up to its name with the storms, but also like the, 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 the infrastructure. I loved everything about it. Boros is a wanker. <laughs> I've written in my notes. Wow. Absolute wanker. He can't read. You're right, Emma. Oh, yeah, no, he can't read. For that. Uh, a, a lot of lords are actually illiterate. <laughs> so that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, and other than that, I thought the Sapphire Eye looked amazing. I said to Gaz, I thought it looked, yeah, I, very, I loved, I loved cool. it. Mm. I loved the Sapphire very Eye. Very snug. Scene. I do fight with him yeah, I... when he opens his mouth. I'm like, ah, oh, the, oh, out, the mystique is gone. Because he's got a bit of a Damon sort of like reedy yeah. little voice. Like, mm. You look cooler when you just don't speak. Like he oozes malevolence. And then he speaks like, no, fr- you took my eye. I'm going to throw a knife. You've got to give me yours. It's like, gee, <laughs> I no yeah. longer think you're <laughs> David Beckham. Then. You owe me an eye. Okay, well, yeah. I'm not here for that. So see you later. <laughs> nah, because the thing is, Thing is, mate, I'm just here as an envoy. That's just, all I'm doing. I, I was I just told, I just turn up, I bring this, um, and I just sort of yeah. wave a bit, and then I'll just I'll go. <laughs> uh, Luceris is allowed to leave on his dragon. Uh, Boros says he doesn't want any bloodshed under his uh, under his roof. Um, yeah, go kill him out there. Uh, Arax, yeah. uh, just outside, it's fine. Yeah. Arax is obviously 
still a baby really there's a dragon that's only just been able to fly um and as he flies off uh Aemond pursues him uh, through the storm on Vagar. the dragons defy their rider's commands arax first burns no, Vagar. no stop it incensed, stop it uh, as arax <laughs> rises above the clouds um Vagar basically chomps him to pieces mm. straight there <laughs> uh, stunning Aemond. Uh, stunning him is that Pikachu mean? <laughs> I am stunned. I'm stunned oh, at this behaviour, Vega. Why have you done that, honestly? You're going back in chains for two weeks. You're grounded. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so let's get the good things sorted. The whole chase scene with the lightning, the storm, Vega appearing through the clouds. Incredible. The dragon getting chomped to pieces and essentially Lucerus getting swallowed whole, maybe. That. I looked on freeze frames. There's no pieces of Lucerus flying down there. So maybe you swallowed whole. Um, <laughs> fucking amazing and terrifying at the same time. Um, I just think, it, like, uh, I was very worried about all the dragon battles coming up. I was like, oh, the CG is going to be shit. It's going to be shit. And then I saw this and I was like, oh, no, it's going to be all right. Hopefully, you know, it's going to be good. Um, yeah. Because this, this, this was just so much better. Do you remember how shit the CGI was I last week? I do think it happening in, in a storm. Dragon pit. I think it looked great and it was very ominous, but it kind of covered up a bit of the CGI bit, yeah. which was really effective. Yeah. You didn't have to yeah, see yeah, them yeah. in like clear Definitely. daylight. Yeah, maybe. But it was really, maybe. really well done. Yeah, maybe they're going to have to get creative with some of these fights to make it, you know, to mask the imperfections. Mm. But like a massive fight um, behind a brick wall. Yeah. What's going on here? Get out of the way. You can't see anything. <laughs> um, uh, they're dead. Yeah. No, the. D- doing it in the dark is always a little bit cheating, but they managed to make it look amazing with the lightning and stuff. Scary. And, um, yeah. As I say, I mean that that shot of like just demonstrating the size difference, Vega flying over. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what the oh, whole yeah. thing reminded me of? Like, like Jaws. I was just about to say Jaws. And then yeah. it's just it's this ominous it? build-up. Yeah. I mean, if they had some sort of similar music, that would be terrible. But, yeah, and then <laughs> just the end. Like, it, takes you, it takes you up into the sky. So it's like bright. You're going to see all of it. Chomp blood everywhere. And it's like brilliant. Just comes up from the deep. Um, and, yeah, gobbles oh. him right up. Um, the one thing gobble, that really gobble, made gobble. it for me, the noise that Vagar makes... I don't know where they've like sampled that from, how they've generated it, but it's very like it sort of sounds like a dinosaur, or whatever. Just conveys like yeah. size. Um, Just do it for us, John. That's <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. huge dragon. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I won't do it. Um, I'm only five ten and a half, so you know. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, Go back and listen to it. It is amazing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I just, as I say, as like even Star Wars esque when he goes down into the little bit and he's using the the mountains and the caves. You should have stayed to in there. Kind until of hide. Went away. Yeah. Stay in there. Sit down. It? Stay in there. Well, he tried to. He tried to, but but Arax disobeyed him. Mm. Yeah. Our uh, control which is, is illusion. No, he's fucking taking the liberties out of me. What are you doing, man? Look at the size of him. Down. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like it's like well, Len trying to control me on a night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have him though. Yeah, yeah. 
It's not worth it, mate. Don't do it. He's a massive dragon. What are you doing, Gaz? Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, Look, as as a, I'll normally Len, you go way over the top, but I I think you are correct in terms of that like spectacle. It's dev. It's definitely up there in terms of what this show has done. which makes it even more annoying to me, and and uh, that this kind of cheap like no, no, and it doesn't matter. As I said to you before, it doesn't matter if it's in the books, and we just don't know that that happened. Because if it was in the books, I'd be annoyed. I'd be a bit like, oh, why? You know, I I, I can't I can't be having this constant like. Uh, so basically, he was talking in his sleep about the Song of Ice and Fire and he was saying Aegon. So, you know, we we should do this, really. We're justified, really. You know, my, you know, crappy little son, he's definitely the prince that was promised and all this nonsense. And then to get this yep. where it's, it's just constant, no, oh, it's just a misunderstanding. Not all the time. You know, yeah. ju- just have Aemond lose it. And and that's, I know well, some people are like... Annoyed. yeah. Um, and I know some people are like, well, you know, it was an accident. He was on a massive dragon chasing him in the storm. He... Yeah, and I don't think he thought did. it through. Yeah. Because I did wonder what, if he's so shocked, what did he think was going to happen? But I guess it's... He also he also did he also did go for him in the hall with a knife. Like, if, if the guards would have stood down, he's cutting that boy's eye out. So, I mean, come on. I... I wanted them to be brave enough for Eamon to have gone, fuck this, I'm taking that kid and his dragon down. That, for me, five blue. Like, And that's not necessarily to do with what's in the books because, as we said, that comes from three unreliable sources, none of whom were on in the air with the dragons. It just felt to me like that, oh, no, didn't make any sense. It just wasn't logical for me. But the scene was epic until that point. I said it in a hot take with Gareth. They just need to lean into and killing him. Just lean into it. It's cool. Like we we're allowed to hate certain, love to hate certain characters like Joffrey, Cersei, Ramsay. Um, that you know they don't have they they can be complicated, sure, but they don't have to be like you don't have to be morally questioning everything they do like all the time. Like oh, it's so Jamie. So he sort of tripped up as he was going to the window and just but fell then look into at his mum. Look at Alison. She's been very one minute or one year wanting to slit Rhaenyra's throat. The next being like, we have to preserve her at all costs. So maybe it's like you know they're just a bit of a flip floppy mm. family. Which is which is which is silly. Um, and that and 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 we've said it's problematic in terms of that character because they're they don't want to make it the good versus the bad. Um, they've sort of fucked it a little bit, but now they've got a character that is, that they can just go, look, he is just ruthless, man. He will do what he needs to. And now he's like, oh, do you know what? But I think, and I was, I, I and do, I was waving I a gun in his face. I didn't think it was going to go off. Like, come mm. on. I, I think it's a, like, like we've said with Damon, and this is coming from a non-book um, perspective, but it's like the, this whole Aemond thing you mentioned it Lucy he's kind of losing his mystique and I loved him in the first episode and he just carried this this air of menace but also like control it was like he knew what was going to happen and you got that sense from the first scene that we saw him where he is having that little fight with uh, Kristen and then without actually looking over he knows that the strong boys have turned up and he just sort of turns his head and goes nephews 
And it's like, whoa, this guy's like, this guy's mental. He's obviously evil, but also <laughs> so in control of everything. And like, I, I love that. And then last episode, you have him wandering around being like, hmm, I think Egon might be in this brothel. Oh, he's not there. I don't know where he is. And then this one, he's like, no, no, Vega, don't do that. And it's like, there's, he doesn't have the control. He doesn't, he doesn't know <laughs> what's happening. Maybe that's just more realistic. He's, he's a poor, And that's just more, well, if you maybe look at him is, when he was a kid and he was an absolute I, dweeb, maybe some of that dweeb remains, okay? He hasn't grown out of him yet. He's still young. That's like, are you talking about Len? Yeah, or? I thought that's what you were talking about, wasn't it? <laughs> Walking around going, don't do it, please don't. Well, there's, there's that meme, isn't there, where it's where they've got Daenerys flying over, burning King's Landing with Drogon, and they've put, no, Drogon, don't. And it's kind of, imagine don't. that. Imagine doing that. You'd be like, oh, what's going on here? Well, she's just going to have to go with it now. She's burnt the city down. Yeah, silly. Um Obviously, Damon then informs Rhaenyra of Lucera's death. Oh. Well. That, those ravens, they sang. Did the dragon that very he sung to tell Yeah, those him. ravens were actually um, rapid. <laughs> Imagine that. The ravens are flying past. I going, don't know. Fucking hell, what's going on here? It, Go back. In the book, you, in the book, they obviously find out. I think they get told by the Baratheons. Um, I think. But, uh, essentially, Arax's body washes up. His head. Um, Near Storm's His end. head washes up head on the beach, and yeah. neck and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. All right, that's the uh, end of the episode. The, the final um, shot of Rhaenyra, you know, we could discuss that. Yeah, that <laughs> is Yeah, that's the end, about. Damon. This is when you see her transform. No, nah, it's a good shot. It, it, yeah. It is a good shot, and it and it definitely, um, you know, tells us what her character's motivation is in season two. I could tell you it's going to be very different. Um, she's had a, she had a bad weekend. Bad she, day. Jesus Christ. Bad day. Dad, baby, son. Fucking hell. All gone. Like that. Yeah. Not good. Someone's got to pay. Um, yeah, and you're complaining so about doing this it, podcast. It's pretty yeah. much the equivalent, having to do exactly. multiple things in one day. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, no, but she, she's a tragic character in era. Like, you know, th- th- this war is going to take toll on both sides. And, you know, she tried, bless her, to show restraint but now there's just there's you can see it in her face there's no stopping what's coming bless her so season two opens up 10 year time mm. jump there's not going to be all of these characters are already dead there's not going to be any imagine, more time jumps are there mm, not no. into that extent no, no, no. no none the dance of uh. dragons takes place over like a year and a half so there's no time jumps Unless they obviously after the Dance of Dragons, then jump time. <laughs> then there will be a time jump, which I don't think they will. I think they'll end with the end of the war. So it'd be very, very interesting. But yeah, watch this space. Hmm. So, dear listener, uh, as we said throughout the season, uh, you can of course write into us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail dot com and let us know your feedback. We have some feedback this week before we get on tonighting, uh, little Sir Gareth. Um, so stick around for a little. Little ceremony, he'd appreciate that. Uh, Jason uh, Brewbreaker's been in touch, and he says he's a little torn, little torn about the finale. Uh, I'm not sure if I like the dance being started because Luke and Aemon couldn't control their dragons mid-fight. I loved the final shot of Rhaenyra being in rage and sadness over the death of her son. However, I'm genuinely shocked, even though I knew from the preview that it would happen, 
that they were going to do the Storm's End tragedy. Uh, the tension of that scene worked very well for me and was just sad to watch as a book reader. The crowning scene of Rhaenyra was also powerful, which leads me to the scene I'm sure uh, that you will discuss on the panel, the birthing scene. It was true to the books, which I loved, but so graphic. I know a lot of people will be triggered by it. However, for me, I think it's necessary to show the absolute tragedy of Rhaenyra's life and the sacrifices she's making in pursuit of the Iron Throne. That being said... Uh, calling her kids in while she was uh, in the middle of it was a bit much. I hope you guys discuss Book Damon versus Show Damon. Uh, I think they've seriously screwed up the character on the show. I don't get why they seem intent on trying to make me hate his character. I just think him choking Rhaenyra made very little sense to me. He's always been about family, and yet here he is hurting his family via violence. Um, and he says, what was the point of Damon with the dragon scene? Uh, I think we've covered a lot of that in the episode. I definitely agree. We agree pretty much with all of that, we did, <laughs> to be honest. Mm, don't agree um, that the first scene we, was necessary. Damon, so, no, I don't agree with that. I think. Oh, yeah, Lucy doesn't agree that the first scene was necessary. And we're torn. We're torn on it. I mean, I, I think I'm it's not more. Jason I don't, said I don't want it. Torn. <laughs> Gaz yeah, loved it. But, but I, I think it's more the. It's just the. the the imagery, the sound effects and stuff. It's just like, ugh, come on. Yeah, yeah. You can show it, but just yeah. not you that can, graphic. You can, you can, um, that's my opinion. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can you can kind of make a point without there like being blood everywhere and and like seeing, seeing it. the little like, leg. It's just makes me sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not good. Yeah, um, and we agree with the choking thing. Uh, totally bizarre, bizarre scene. Uh, no, I and I think, I, I agree. I'm just I'm happy. Damon's, I'm happy yeah. because it's like ah, ha, ha, to all these idiots on the on twitter <laughs> yeah who are shipping the relationship yeah, yeah. um yeah but thanks jason and 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 the point with damon and, and vermithor we talked about is just him trying to recruit uh a, a dragon that can rival vagar essentially in terms of size um our friend and patreon tim uh pickerel from watchers on the couch has uh written in and he says me again uh listen to the hot take uh, and I think the episode was really good for the most part, but I think as a season finale, it felt flat for someone who has read Fire and Blood. Just as things were starting to get interesting, the episode was over. It feels like this should have been what we wanted from episode nine. Mm. Uh, and the finale should have been the reaction to the death of Luke and the true declarations mm. of war. Instead, the first five episodes of the season were just set up, uh, just a setup of the last five episodes which was just a setup for season two. Thank you, too. It was a bit rubbish. And at the end, I still don't know if I even care what happens to any of the characters. Once again, they telegraph who is going to die in this episode because we actually spend some time with that character. <laughs> I feel more exhausted after watching these last three episodes than hyped for next season. I haven't had a chance to listen to your season wrap-up of Rings of Power yet, but I will. But I was just curious for those on the crew that have watched both House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, which series did you find more enjoyable and how much of that is attributed to just a love of the source material? Thanks as always and congrats on your new Prime Minister, <laughs> I guess. Tim, what a question. Uh, Gosh. <laughs> nice. What a I question. Think, uh, ring, rings of power for um, me. I think if you're talking about enjoying, it, like, it, yes, I enjoy sitting, watching lovely view, like scenery and just being back in Middle Earth. You can't enjoy these awful trauma birth scenes. Like, I can't enjoy that. doesn't mean House of Dragons not good. And yes, yeah. I love Lord of the Rings more than anything. So, enjoyed Rings of Power more. And just for pure, yeah. ah, what an enjoyable time. Visually, I enjoyed watching 
visually I enjoyed watching Rings of Power more. I think, like Lucy said, like sitting down, it was a very wholesome, it's usually a very wholesome one hour of television mm. every week that I was watching. Um, whereas I think thematically, um, House of the Dragon, I enjoyed more in terms of like, uh, you know, just the shock value and the moments and, and things like that. Not to say that Rings of Power didn't have a few moments because it did for sure. Um but they're, they're, they're just completely they different. They are really different. They are different, like, yeah. And, and, you know, we've got a lot of, uh, you know, work that we're putting into House of the Dragon as well with the podcast. So it's just a very different viewing experience for it's me like, I mean, um, with both of them. Could and you I compare I can Lord of the Rings to Game of Thrones? They're so different. So um, would you, you enjoy watching you more? Like it, it is. But I you think, can't. yeah, I think you're probably right, Lena. But there's a lot less going on in House of the Dragons in there's just a, a narrative, like quite a linear narrative, whereas Rings of Power, there yeah. are all sorts going on, trying to cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good question, though. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who who are House of the Dragon fans who are like, oh, Rings of Power shit. And there's people who are Rings of Power fans going, House of the Dragon shit. No, they're both good in their own ways. There's just, room for just both. Be friends, you know, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> there's room for both in the world, you know. Jesus, maybe don't put them on at the same time in the future so that we could sort of distance ourselves from each one a little they bit. Are, That'd be they nice. are very different. And then maybe we could they even very cover different. one. Cobra Kai's better than both of them, so... <laughs> All right. The and uh, thanks for the feedback, lovely listeners. Uh, you can, of course, write in at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. You can still write in, even though we're not doing House of the Dragon anymore or whatever. You could, you know, still write you in. Read Let it. us know about anything. Let us... Recommendations, Yeah um or just you know thanks or hellos they're nice as well so Leave don't, us don't, don't worry about that um you can write in as well you can yeah reviews you can write in as well and uh let us know uh what you think about sir gareth getting his knighthood because that's about to happen so buckle up yeah can we hurry up with you this because small council for this <laughs> i've actually got to go and do something <laughs> so just skip through this yeah yeah, skip through. Like, no, joking. Um, interestingly, Gareth, I was considering not knighting you because Gurm, and this is a quote from Gurm, said that most squires actually never became knights. Yeah, but so I was sat the there for a while. And I said, if Gurm is saying this, then maybe I should. Uh, we should just, just leave you as a forty-year-old. You're not forty. You're thirty-four. <laughs> Come Let's, on, that's better. Okay, all right, Lucy. He's yeah. waited ten episodes for this. We've done a time jump. We've done a we've done a time jump. I'm now forty. Mm. Who cares what Gurm says? He's got all the biscuits, <laughs> isn't he? On his, he's got all the crumbs and that. <laughs> <laughs> jam. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to put some ceremonial, uh, really stirring music in. This is like uh, anyone who's seen Game of Thrones. This is like oh, when Brienne finally gets knighted in season eight. So, uh, you know, Neil Sagareth, he's kneeling. For any listeners... Uh, can't tell the can't, difference. You know, see what I'm seeing. He's kneeling. In, yeah, he can't tell the difference. Bless him, Wait, side. Stand up, guys. Sir Gareth, do you already. swear before the eyes of gods and men to defend those, including Lucy and Emma, who cannot defend themselves? Do you, do you swear to review yeah, shows sexist. and movies, honestly, even if people hate you for it? <laughs> and do you obey your liege lord, Len? Well, definitely uh, not. I'm not agreeing to this. <laughs> John, can you knight if me you instead, these please? Things, this is nonsense. I haven't got a I will knight you. Done. United. <laughs> Done. Knighted.
Gareth hey. has been knighted, well done, and now he has to obey me for the rest so, of time. Brilliant. Well done, I'm going to make a little coat of arms yeah. now. Oh, what's going to be on it? A little running man, I bet. Uh, yeah, what's going to be on it? Running figure. Yeah, good one. A little run- <laughs> running figure. <laughs> just two <laughs> in opposite directions. Run a running figure. Yeah, just run running away. away. Just making me think of cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really what I meant. What's your house words? We, we do we, not walk. We run fast. We run Is that your house words? Away. We do not walk. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Gareth. It's so well deserved. I'm very proud of you. All grown Thank up. you. Thank you, Lady Emma. You're welcome. Does that mean I can stop breastfeeding you now? Oh, why have you done why oh my come God. on? Sour note. <laughs> hey. That was it, I'd imagine it would be, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, amount of time. Jesus. Uh yeah, I wanna I wanna say thank you to my small council for this season. Uh, uh, thank you to Lady Baron. Well done, Len, for all the hosting, all the note taking, all the editing. No getting well done. Good thanks. job. Thanks. Um, thanks, uh, Lady Emma. You're welcome. Thank you, Len, for excellent work. Congratulations, uh, Lenny. Thanks. Thanks, Bronze John. Yep. Uh, thank you, listeners. Yeah, because yep. it's uh, this is all fucking pointless without without the listeners. And actually, the listenership for this True. show has been pretty phenomenal. Very good. Mostly um, us, isn't it? So yep. thank you very much. Even those that are like, <laughs> oh, I'm not listening to this anymore. I know you're still listening. Yeah, because you're gluttons. Um, and I, I like the bad reviews <laughs> as much as the good ones. Um, so no, so thank you, listeners. And thank you, my crew. Uh, you all look a bit tired. Some of you look awful, to be honest. Mm. Um I look terrible. Yeah, you look genuinely. terrible, mate, honestly. Um but uh but no, well done everyone. And also well done Len. I know it's very early there. I know it's early for you too, Gaz. But you know, Len's been here pretty much every week. So well done. Apart from one, Because yeah. he doesn't thanks, work. Thanks. Thank you to Gareth. Thanks. Don't say that. Thanks. <laughs> so Len. Self employed. Why are you saying that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well um yeah, I mean Nothing left to say. John stole all the all the nice things about the listeners. So. All the words. Oh, you got a fucking oh, knighthood, lovely. mate. How much do you want? Do you mean? Well, just you know. Yeah. Showing my strength <laughs> now. So, yeah. yeah. You run. You, you don't talk. Well, thank you, dear listener. Of course, we will be back for season two. So don't worry. That's you know probably Stop a year worrying. or two away or whatever. Stop but worrying. you know, come back <laughs> for that. And also listen to all our other stuff, please. Subscribe to Fan Critical. It means the world to us. Thanks so much. Leave reviews, write in, all that jazz. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. So One Direction. Didn't talk about them, did we? It's a shame.